0: Well, good afternoon, Shades Valley Community Church. Welcome to another episode of Midweek Musings. And this week, I wanted to talk about something I mentioned just very briefly in passing on Sunday. On Sunday, we were in John chapter 21, finishing up the Gospel of John. It's been quite a journey. And we saw this conversation continue to unfold between Jesus and Peter in In that conversation on Sunday specifically, we saw Jesus tell Peter uh, that he was going to die in following him. He even told him how he was going to die, that he was going to be martyred uh, by crucifixion. And a very curious statement that Jesus made right at the tail end of that, well, actually, it wasn't Jesus that made the statement. It was after Jesus had said, Peter, you're going to die, following me, you're going to be martyred. John, our author, commented on that. I gave kind of like an, uh, an explanatory note, and what he said was, he said, Jesus said this to show by what kind of death Peter was to glorify God. And we talked very briefly about that idea of dying in a way that glorifies God. It wasn't the central point of the message, which is why I wanted to expand on it a little bit here. Because I, I think this is something that we don't think about very much at all uh, as as human beings, generally, we don't like to think about death. Even Christians, many Christians don't like to think about death or talk about it or any of those kinds of things. And, and I, you can understand that from a certain perspective. It can feel a little bit morbid to, to focus on it too much. But death is a reality, and it's not just a reality acknowledged by scripture, but because of the gospel, it's actually a means by which we can glorify God as Christians. And so I want us to think about that for just a second today. I want us to think about that. I actually have, you may think this is really morbid, sitting on my desk. This is Zeke. Say hello, Zeke. Hello. Uh, this skull actually sits here on my desk. And I got that uh, from, I got the idea of that uh, actually from many theologians of old who would always have a skull sitting on their desk. And the reason, and the reason that Zeke sits there for me is, uh, is to remind me every day that I am mortal, to remind me every day that I will die. Why would I want to be reminded of that? Well, I hope as, as we kind of expand on this idea of dying for the glory of God, that that'll begin to to make sense. So why even talk about this? Why talk about dying for the glory of God? Well, I actually said on Sunday that I quoted one of my my favorite Puritan authors uh, to you, Richard Baxter, who says that a pastor should prepare his people to die. This is one of the things that a pastor should do. Um, And it's one of the things that I want to do. What does that statement mean? That a pastor should prepare his people to die? That, that, That statement's not being made just in terms of salvation. Like, oh, well, you should prepare your people. You know, they need to have faith and trust in Christ so that they spend eternity with God. Um, and are not eternally damned. While yes, that's true, that's not entirely just what that statement is about. Uh, when, when Richard Baxter says that a pastor should prepare his people to die, he's talking about preparing your people to face death, to encounter it. We should be able as Christians to die in a way that glorifies God. This is what he's talking about. All of your people are going to face this one day. Prepare them for it. Prepare them to walk through it in a way that's faithful. Prepare them to walk through it in a way that actually brings honor and glory to Christ. One of the greatest ways that the truth of the gospel, the glory of God, is shown forth into a world filled with death and darkness is that Christians die differently. We face death differently. We go through death differently. And that testifies to the world around us. Um The early church father, Tertullian, said that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. And what he meant was that Christians facing down martyrdom, facing down death, looked so different in how they did it. And it brought such glory to God that it spread the gospel. People trusted in Christ. They saw the veracity, the truth of the gospel through the way that Christians faced death. So we want to die. I want to prepare our people, you, to face death death in a way that brings glory to God. How does that happen? I think the quintessential verse, which I quoted to you on um, Sunday, and it's part of what I quote to myself every morning. Every morning I quote to myself, Philippians chapter one, verses uh, 19 through I think about 26. Yeah, through verse 26. And the quintessential verse is Philippians 121, where Paul says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. How do we die in a way that glorifies God? How do we face down death in a way that glorifies God? We see death as gain. And I think Paul means at least two things there. Okay, The first one is that through death, we get to be ushered into the immediate presence of Christ. And we see Christ as gain. Like that's That's, a, an ama- that's the greatest treasure that we have is Jesus. And so death is gain and i think the second thing that paul means when he says dying is gain is not just that christ is treasure but that everything that this world has to offer when set next to christ when compared with christ is loss this is why death doesn't death isn't ultimately taking anything away from us it's it's ultimately just we're gaining christ because everything this world has to offer set next to christ is actually loss. It doesn't compare. He goes on, Paul goes on to say that explicitly in Philippians chapter three and verse seven. He says, but whatever gain I had, basically whatever gain I had in this life, I have counted loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul says, take everything in this life, that this life would call gain, set it next to Jesus. Jesus is greater. So when Paul says, for me to live is Christ, which means his life is lived for the glory of Christ, and to die is gain. He's saying, I'm not losing anything. I'm just gaining more of Jesus, direct access in the presence of Jesus. And what this means is that when Paul stares down death, he doesn't fear it. He doesn't get angry at God because he's losing his health or because it's going to take away time from his family or his possessions or anything. He doesn't curse God. He he faces it with courage and, and with with a a confidence that he's not losing but gaining everything, and that he's gaining Christ, and this is the way that Christians face death and die, knowing that we glorify Christ uh, and die glorifying Christ. We don't we don't uh, blame God as death approaches. We don't get angry with God as death approaches. We uh, because we have a confidence. That death has no victory over us, uh, especially in the ultimate sense. We know that the day comes when Christ returns and He raises us from the dead, and we live eternally in a new heaven, new earth with Him. But uh, even as we face death now, it it takes nothing from me. So I've got this skull sitting on my desk to remind me every day that Christ is the that I'll die and I'll gain Christ. He's the greatest treasure I'll have and I'll be in his presence. And to remind me that things of this world are passing away and they are not the greatest treasure. Everything else when set next to Christ is, is loss. Um, to, to kind of put this, I guess, to put a, a period on this or an exclamation point on this, uh, when I was a kid, I don't know why we would do this, but sitting around our lunch table, I remember we would play this game where we would ask each other, um, if your house was on fire and you could only had time to save one thing, what would you save? And in essence, what we were asking each other, I, I know we were weird, but in essence, what we were asking each other was what's most important to you? What do you value the most? What is gain? And what, when you said everything you own next to it, would you consider everything else is lost? This is the one thing that you, you want. And for the Christian, that's that's Christ. When our life is burning down, and death is is right at our doorstep, when all around our soul gives way, He then is all our hope and stay. When a Christian faces down death, whether he go whether he or she goes through the loss of health along that way, um, whether they go through martyrdom and difficult persecute difficult situations persecution. Uh, whether danger famine nakedness or sword none of these things Romans 8 tells us separates us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord we hang on to Christ as as the fires of death consume our life we hang on to Christ showing he is worth more to us than everything else and that glorifies him so as a pastor I I want to set before my people week after week day after day the value the beauty the glory of Christ so that even as you face down the very end of your life, you will not let go of him, but hang on to him, and that will glorify him before the world. I hope that this episode of Midweek Musings has been helpful, and we will see you again next week.